The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Late Night with Tim Towers. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Welcome, beautiful people, to Late Night with Tim Towers, coming at you live from beautiful and scenic, legendary Terre Haute, Indiana. My name is Tim Towers, and I have a great show for y'all tonight. Celebrity zookeeper Dwight Bronco is here. Nope. Celebrity driver Sabulba is here. And I am joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Willie Soap. Hey, everybody. Joined, too, with my uh, great band leader, Dave Dudley and the Bodega Boys. Hit it, Dave. All right, all right, settle down. So uh, uh, North Korea is in the news. Have you heard about this? North Korea, have you heard about this? Their leader, Saddam Hussein, is at it again. Saddam has announced more missile tests. That's right. And these missiles have just enough range to hit Japan. And people there are worried. Yeah, that's right, folks. Yeah, Japan is reportedly worried that their small penises are going to be hit. (laughs) Yeah, I'm bad. All right. But seriously, folks, seriously. The leader of North Korea, Saddam Hussein, is so unstable that he makes kids at school worship him as a god. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't believe it either. Last time I heard about a man with that many issues, he was jerking off in front of me in a hotel room after his set at the Comedy Cellar. Yeesh. Yeesh. Oh. Hey, say what you want about him, but I think they should call this guy so damn insane. So, uh, uh, Louis C.K., you heard about this? You heard about him? Louis C.K. tried to do another show at a comedy club, and the backlash was enormous following his antics that got him in a little bit of trouble a few months ago. Sources say that the response to Louis C.K. trying to get back into show business, the disgust was so palpable online that it made Louis C.K. come a 16-inch roper all over his (laughs) keyboard. That's right, folks. He likes that. So, uh, Hurricane Florence is in the news. Uh, the hurricane is threatening the East Coast and, uh, is reportedly aiming back around and is going to head for Washington, D.C. It's a very serious issue. And, and I hope and, uh, we all can, you know, join in prayer and thank God for sending it at all those clowns in Congress. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Officials in Washington so, say they aren't uh, worried, however stating that we're used to dealing with a lot of hot air around here. <laughs> so, so par- uh, parents, are- uh, what are you doing? So, I'm, I'm going to go. What are well, you doing? I thought I'd go because like, you're done, right? No, I got, I thought I, I, thought I would just, I, I got I, my monologue. I got my monologue I mean, set it's, up. So it's late night with Tim. Why do you have a monologue? It's late night with Tim Towers. I do the monologue. Well, I'm the co-host. I could, I could do one too. There's no problem with that. Like I can tell jokes. I'm gonna, why am I here? All right. Um, yeah, I guess do your jokes and then we'll finish on mine. <clears throat> wanna, okay. Oh, we don't. Have to, well, we can just do mine and then we can get to our guests. So, so parents are concerned that 
you know, they've been going on. It's, uh, it's been kind of weird lately. Parents are concerned about kids being addicted to Fortnite. Have you seen this game? It's crazy. It's crazy, right? Like, this game is, is wild. It's bright. Um, you, you can build actual forts and buildings and all this, on um, you know, these crazy structures inside the game. And you can shoot your enemies from them up in your fort. Um, but, you know, if I want to be shot at from a tall building, I would just go to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh donald trump is so a scientist oh, oh you're now you're going have you oh, heard sorry. about this guy have you heard about donald trump oh yeah i've seen him yeah. is, what is the president yeah. he's the president right not my president uh he reportedly said that the das disaster in puerto rico wasn't that bad and that the death tolls are lying the king of puerto rico john leguizamo responded by saying Hey, how about uh, next time a hurricane comes, we're going to kneel during the national anthem so we can get some attention around here. <laughs> so we can get some attention around here. So, uh, Colin so, so, Kaepernick... So, oh, you want to go? Yeah, go. Yeah, just so sci <clears throat> scientists are arguing once more about if Pluto should be qualified to be a planet. Again, some of them say it's too small to be considered a planet. And they argue that instead the ninth new planet should be Kim Kardashian's butt. Oh, he went there. So uh, Colin Kaepernick is in the news. Uh, Nike has hired him to be the face of their next ad campaign. You guys hear about this? A lot of differing opinions on this. Um, this is controversial, as it means he's going to be performing at the Super Bowl, running cone drills for the halftime show. The NFL does not like this, no. Uh, critics are hoping to prevent Colin Kaepernick from doing the commercials by constantly playing the national anthem while following him around so he can never have an opportunity to stand up again. <laughs> Who remembers Oasis, right? Everyone loves Oasis, Wonderwall, Champagne Supernova, uh, Hey Jealousy. Um, Gallagher Brothers, Noel and Liam Gallagher, they've been in the news again, the two brothers that headed Oasis. Um, once again, they're being talked about for their decades of fighting and throwing shade at each other. Folks, if I wanted to see shots fired in Manchester, I'd go to an Ariana Grande concert. <laughs> Speaking of Oasis, uh, Lena Dunham. Oh, I know, I know, I know. All right, I know. Woo! Lena Dunham is set to host a live event about the psychology of the two Gallagher brothers and their relationship with each other. Folks, if I wanted to see a disgusting pig talk about two English fellows, I'd watch Lena Dunham talk about Oasis. So uh, Mark Wahlberg is in the news. He posted a ridiculous schedule to social media, claiming that he works out for six hours a day, he plays golf every single day, and he only spends about an hour of family time a day. And, uh, you know, I don't know about you folks, but I think we should call him Mark Wahlbirds, because that list is for the birds. <laughs> so uh, Mr. Bean is in the news. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Bean is in the news. You hear about this? 
Yeah, he drove his three-wheeled car into a crowded London market before <laughs> before getting suicided by cop and cops and taking 23 lives with him. <laughs> and in times like these, I think it's important that, you know, the comedy stops and we all take a moment to realize that I think lives are sacred and something that should never be made light of. And I'm hoping that we can all have a moment of silence for Mr. Bean. Uh, Willie, do you have any other jokes? No, you said we'd end on yours. You made me. Let's get to the guest. All right, everyone. We got a great show for you tonight, and I'm super excited to bring out our first guest. He is a celebrity zookeeper known throughout the world. You know, we've been dying to have him on Late Night with Tim Towers. Dying to get him. And so finally, you know, he was able to make the trip up. Um, Everyone, please welcome celebrity zookeeper Rudy Ridge. Hi, hi. You called him Dwight Brock earlier. You called him Dwight earlier. Is it Rudy? Like, what's he go by now? I know he changed it. What did he go by? I know, the right? card, the yeah, card yeah. says guys, Rudy Ridge. Guys, it's okay, it's okay. Hi, I'm... I'm oh, thank you. I'm, I'm Rudy! Hey. I'm Rudy, I'm Dwight. I changed my name after I got married, so it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> call me whatever. You the can, first you can call me Tudley name. if you want. I mean, that's what that's what all the kids Tudley. call me. All right. Like, all my, all my friends. Tudley, huh? All my friends call me that. All the kids. Ah, oh, Tudley. Tudley, yeah. Um, Tudley. Ah, uh, please. So Tudley, you're you are a. Uh, I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna spearhead this interview here, and I'm gonna. Well, hang on, hang on, uh, hang on, know, hang on. So wait, wait. Do I do my set yet, or whatever? Like, you're set. You're set. What's he talking uh, about? Look, like I, I like, I've watched these shows. You're here to talk about animals. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're an animal expert, are you not? Yeah, yeah. But like, I've I've watched the, these talk shows before. Uh, Whenever there's a guest, they always get to do a routine before they sit down for the interview. That's what I saw on. Uh, oh, they yeah, don't. I've seen Jay Letterman. I've I, seen Larry Sanders. Don't I get to do that? Jay Letterman. Um, What's he talking? Well, about? you know, I think like that's kind of like uh, usually stand-up comedians do that. I, I was wasn't like the aware. Well, I kind of Tudley. I, I I wasn't aware. Are you were, were you a stand-up or no? That's why the thing. I'm not. I, it's just I already wrote one because. I thought that's <clears throat> what was expected. And it was really hard because I'm not a comedian. I just, I kind of think this is you, you guys' fault. Well, I mean, I thought you, I think it was explained pretty clearly that you would come up and we talk the, about animals. They're telling animals. us we have to let him do it. They're te- all right. They're just, just all right. Well, um, everybody give it up for Tudley. Give it up for the comedic stylings of celebrity zookeeper Tudley, yeah, just, a.k.a. Rudy Ridge, a.k.a. AKA Dwight Bronco. Bronco. Just, I already wrote the, the Don thing and written i brought it just, here just, just i'm gonna it. read it okay 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 you go over stand go you go stand over all right, there all right. where's, where's my water i get a water right over there i feel like ah uh, whatever can we'll, we get him a water we'll get you a bottle of water no, don't, on no a, he on doesn't a, get evian no those are for us a black stool out there for him so he can he's got some prop work to do all right all right, all right. dave play him up play him off dave don't play oh christmas tree dave and if you play old link sign one more time we have told you, Dave, to stop playing Christmas music. Look at him laughing. Look at him laughing at us. Oh, God, I can't be mad at Dave. Everybody give it up for Dave Dudley. Everybody give it up for Dave Dudley, the best man in the business. Dave Dudley and the Bodanga Boys. The Bodanga Boys. could do the show without them. It wouldn't be the so same. I'm just going to stand here now, like folks, a fool. Thank you. All right. All right. Is this right. mic on? Is this mic? All right. So, everybody give it up for Dudley. Thank you. Can't thank wait. You. Thank you. Great to be here. Great to be here. All right. All right. Let's see. What a crowd. What a crowd. Uh... 
<laughs> so, so folks, uh, as you know, like I'm here, I've been wrapping up and promoting my new show lately. Uh, means I do a, a lot of flying, a lot of flying. Yeah. So uh, the other day, I, I, I was I was at the airport and I was on my way to the check-in desk, and one of the staff told me, uh, "Just so you know, there's a huge line up ahead." To which, to which I replied, that doesn't scare me anymore. I work with huge lions every day. <laughs> lions. All right, all right, cool. Toddling. So, um, all right, how about this? How about this? Thank you, you're, you're too kind. How about this? I go, I go to the, up to the scanning machine where they, uh, they check your carry-on and all that, and the guy at it, he was giving everyone the usual spiel before they go through. Uh, please make sure, sure there are no aerosols in your bags, no knives, nothing flammable. And I don't know about you guys, but I tend to leave my flame-breasted fruit doves in their tropical or subtropical moist lowland or montane forests. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, but, I mean, that, that just got me thinking. I mean, what the heck would they need a plane for anyway? They're from the family Columbide, for crying out loud. Yeah? But, um, all right. Well, I was waiting at the terminal at the gate. My God. Now, now that's a freak show, folks. Hey, is it just me? Or do people drop, like, uh, 20 IQ points as soon as they enter the airport? I mean, you can find smarter-looking faces in a tank full of bulbometopon muricatum. <laughs> but anyway. Is that an, but, an, is that an animal? Or? Well. All right, all right. Look, this guy's good. <laughs> I, I, I wrote this, okay? I, I'm not a comedian. I, you told me to, I think. But anyway, anyway, you know when you when you when you're finally bored, and you got to stow your carry-on away. Well, I was there, and the attendant brought. Uh, she said, "Please place your trunk in the overhead compartment, sir." And I looked around and thought, uh, "I don't see any elephants around here with the with the trunk." <laughs> I think that's a good thing, too, because it's, it's a good thing, because even they couldn't get into those peanuts. He should have made a joke about his penis. Uh, the, the joke Sorry. is the joke, all right? Is he lighting up a cigarette right now? Um, uh, Tudley, you can't sm I know it's part of the image, but you can't light that in here. Fine, fine. I Keeps doing it. I, I, I got to have it, man. Finish, finish it up. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, near, I'm near the end, uh, but I guess I, I must have chuckled a little too long at my uh, at my elephant joke with the trunks, because uh, the people behind me they started to get impatient that I that I hadn't taken my seat. This lady started cursing at me under her breath, if you can believe that, but uh, I showed her. I I, uh, I, I calmly uh, turned around and told her, Madam. I may be acting like a bit of a Brady Podiday, but I'd rather be a Brady Podiday than a common bovide day. I mean, to be honest, it, it went over her head. She got a bit childish and she called me a prick, if you can believe that. That seemed to get more laughs from the other passengers than my insult. But I, I showed her. I came back swinging. Uh, you'll like this, folks. I simply told her, I simply told this bitch, Rhino you oh. are. But what am I? Thanks, folks. You, you, like a rhyme, rhyme. Like, like a, like a rhyme. Like a rhyme. Thanks, folks. You've been 
All right, let's hey, give it up for Tudley. Give it up for Tudley, everybody. Come on over, have let's a seat, Tudley. And then, like, well, and then, like, we're, there's gonna be like the crowd is gonna be too loud for everyone to see over here what we're saying to each other. So, we're, like, we're just gonna shake hands, hug. And while we're doing this, you're looking at me right now. I'm shaking your hand. I'm shaking your hand. I'm shaking your hand. Do not fuck this up. We only have like an hour to do this. So, do not fuck this up. Um, you're gonna talk to Tim mostly. I'm gonna be over here and I'm gonna guide this thing. I'm the actual host. I run the show. So, you listen to us. And then, like, when we cut to a commercial, if you need to go to pee or whatever, just do it then. But, like, don't fuck this up. All right, go over to Tim. Talk to him. They're still cheering. Yay. All right, it's all right. Hey, uh, Rudy, real quick. Uh, Sebulba canceled, so we got to do 45 minutes with you. Uh, <laughs> I? I don't know how many animal. I don't know how many animals you brought, but I've got a couple PAs out in the alley trying to wrestle up a raccoon or something. You could handle that, right? What the hell is a raccoon? We're trying to get some some bugs and some snakes. Just we're just trying to get some critters. All right, because we got 45 minutes. Sebulba OD'd. They're running him to the hospital right now. But oh, that's shit. awful. That's awful. I mean, yeah. I would have written Sub- more jokes if Sub- I knew. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, we're actually really lucky that you did the stand-up. And you, I was really impressed at how into it you got. You tied that cool-colored scarf around the mic stand. And you had, you're wearing that nice leather jacket. It's very Where, Guns and Roses. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, I, uh, you know. Yeah, I got my, my leather jacket. Um, well, it's actually good. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not rolling right. All right, the commercial's about to end right now. We're coming back, all right? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Late Night with Tim Towers. Welcome back. I am sitting here with celebrity zookeeper Tudley, who just gave us an amazing stand-up set. Uh, thanks, Tudley. Thanks so much. You said that was your first time doing it. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, that's my first gig. I've, I mean, I kind of felt like I was forced to. Who would have thought you'd been doing it for years? <laughs> You're yeah. all too kind. Thanks. Thanks. It's great to be here. Hey, remember, everyone, that's a two-drink minimum, all right? You're so... Everybody remember the birth of the comedy career of Tudley over here. It was wonderful. And you got really into it. I've kind of got my zookeeping career. That was... We'll see. Uh, You got really into the kind of stand-up comedy outfit. Why don't you kind of tell uh, the audience what you're wearing here? Yeah, well, thank you. Okay. Um, So I got these these pants here. That's... uh, They're fox skin. Um... This uh, this jacket. It's you said leather, but it's actually gorilla skin. Uh, oh wow! So this is a horse skin shirt. It smells fresh. It all smells very fresh. I kind of made it myself. And um, yeah, yeah ran, ran really? it all off with these uh, <clears throat> uh, just some some plain old nice Converse All Stars. Well, rounding it out pretty well. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very impressed with the, your outfit. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your zoo? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a... What's the name of the zoo? I mean, it's right here in Terre Haute. I know the name, but why don't you tell everyone at home watching around the whole country? It's the, uh... I, uh... It's the St. Dogballs Memorial Zoo. Yep. Um, it's a, you know, the... It's kind of like a the a federal zoo for animals. Yeah, it's... They call it the Federal Super Zoo, but... Yeah. That's, like, more of an official We name. We run a pretty tight it- ship over there. It's about 30,000 acres, something like that. And, uh, you know, you guys have a lot of space, and it's really, you know, it's very interesting, and you never let the animals really roam free despite having all that space. Uh, Why don't we go through, and you can tell us, Tudley, a bit, what does a typical day look like for a zookeeper? Sure, well, the thing is, zookeeping, it's actually, it's hard work. It's stressful. I mean, that's kind of the purpose of this uh, this show that I'm, I'm that I'm wrapping up uh, in captivity with Dwight Bronco. 
<laughs> I mean, it's all about, you know, majestic animals. But I also want to expose people to the actual work of zookeeping, because I think they'll find it interesting and might inspire some of the kitties to pursue my line of work, even if I'm not as attractive as, say, a nice, pleasant ape. <laughs> at least, at oh, least well. I'm, at least I'm hairier. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. um, but yeah, it's everyone thinks it must be. Some people probably think you're a gorilla walking around hey. here. Like, why is that gorilla wearing that uh, zookeeper outfit? Um, Tim, who is this guy again? Is this like the kind of? Oh, that's that's my co-host Willie. So is he, is he going to be like? He's kind of going to be like this the whole time. I'll tell him to settle down. We just down. make jokes. We just joke around. You've seen the show. Come on. Well. All right. So what's it like being a zookeeper? It, all right, Willie, just easy, all right? Everyone thinks... Take a drink of water. I sit over here on this couch, I interrupt, I interrupt the guests and the hosts, and I, I make, like, shitty jokes, and I look like shit, and I uh, make uh, posts on Twitter that suck and are trying to be woke, and uh, they're not funny as well, so... And also, you got a fat face. Why don't you take a, about a 30-second sip of water, Willie, all right? How about that? Sure. There's a, there's a cage opening up for this guy, I can just tell. <laughs> But, okay, everyone thinks it must be so nice to spend time with the animals, especially the baby ones. And, and yeah, it's, it's very rewarding. But zookeeping isn't all about that. It's about, having a, it's about having a duty of care towards another life. Take, take the humble ape. It's a complex beast. Ape care is a delicate and complicated process. Say we get a newborn ape, also known as a monkey. Now that's a miraculous day. I mean, we should celebrate. <laughs> but while the other zookeepers are crying with joy and the zoo is sending its press releases to announce this momentous occasion, while the intern is posting on social media for likes and fabs, I'll be working. <laughs> to, to raise an ape, Tim. Well, first you've got to snatch it out of its mother's arms. They don't know what the H they're doing. <laughs> and they'll bite you. They'll never read a book on parenting, but they can fight like the devil. A Tasmanian devil, if you try to take their kid. Then I gotta, I've got to swaddle the ape, got to lick off the amniotic fluid, do a million little things just to keep its tiny heart beating. And in the coming days, I've got to bottle and breastfeed it, got to give it play and stimulation, got to give it stimulants as well, got to teach it to clean itself, got to pick the bugs off its back, got to unmat its matted hair, got to do medical things, got to monitor its heart rate and temperature and lungs. Got to give it a bevy of injections and vaccinate it against ape measles, ape eczema, ape psychosis. And finally, finally, when it looks like we're out of the woods, when we can relax with our healthy little ape, we give it that final pink injection that sends it into the big sleep. Because apes must die. (laughs) It's really a lot of work, and... I don't think people really understand just, you know, how hard you work. Everybody sees these cute monkeys, right? And they, they want to adopt them. They want to raise them. And then, you know, the monkey gets too big. It gets too aggressive. And they have to call on the police to gun it down. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's really a shame that we can skip so much of that dirty work just by nipping it in the bud. I mean, whatever happened, now, tell me what this. happened to the olden days when, you know, it gets too big, you just flush it down the toilet. I mean, why didn't they do that? Yeah, I mean, stuff it in the outhouse if you have one. Now, now let me ask you this. Now, there's a certain degree of, you know, waste that goes with acquiring an ape. What do you do with the mother if it gets aggressive as you take the baby ape? Uh, 
I, I, can, I can fight. I don't go in there unarmed, you know. Uh, I, 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 I I'm thinking about maybe stealing a baby ape. What kind of tips would you have for me to go in to take an infant ape from its mother? Because you know those mothers, they absolutely adore those apes. Where even if the little baby ape gets sick and dies, they're carrying around that dead little weird baby ape for months at a time. So give me some, give me some industry secrets. How can I get that, catch that ape off guard? Well, the way I like to do it, me, me and my squad, we rush in there. Bam! Lights immediately in their faces, yelling at them. Gotta, gotta intimidate them. You know, the more you yell, the more disoriented they get. Uh, they'll, they'll what be kind cowering. of things do you yell? Sorry? What kind of things do you yell? Oh, I yell... Well, they can't understand me. I, I usually have to sign it. I mean, it's only really ever worked. <laughs> it only ever worked once. A sincere RIP to, uh, to my good friend Coco the Gorilla, by the way. I'll, I'll tell you, we... We actually crossed paths briefly before she died. I contributed to her training, you know? I, I, probably some of the last training she ever received. I taught her to accept her fate. <laughs> That's beautiful that you were able to convey that kind of I mean, I think I did. I don't, I, don't, to an ape. I don't know the sign language. I, I just, I just you gestured. You just gestured aggressively until the ape got an overall sense of dread and fear. Yeah, he started cowering. Well, I, we saw we saw in the in the previous fear a new show when you guys rushed into the, some of those, you know, those pens and uh to get that that child ape, um you you know, you have the lights going, you guys kind of get in the heat of the moment you said um you know, you're rushing in there and you're saying stuff like end of the road or <laughs> you know, time's up. You're yelling stuff like that. You said that you kind of just black out and you just, you know, your skill set kicks in and then it takes over and well we got I mean, you're you're in the news because you um what was it just last year you're in the news because you took a buster sword to that orangutan yeah named cheeto because you said you know it was a threat and then everyone there was a controversy surrounding it but it was discovered that this particular ape contained hepatitis f which was a new virus created by this ape and um you know you took it out for the protection of the other apes and more so for the protection of the humans. But I tell you what, when I was watching the promos for your new show in captivity with Tudley, AKA Rudy Ridge, AKA Dwight Bronco, I tell you what, the scene that kind of pulled on my heartstrings the most was when you guys had that ape cornered in that house. And that ape is sitting there with its, its little baby ape and the flashbang gets thrown in. Whoo, boom. And the flashbang explodes, and you guys walk in, and that mother ape got lit up like at the end of Scarface. Just going shoulder, one shoulder back, one shoulder back. And you guys brought a slow motion camera to oh, film. Oh, it looks like Robocop. Exactly. And just this slow motion camera to watch this ape get lit up. And the crazy thing, and the saddest thing about it, is that the flashbang hit the baby monkey square in the head, killing it instantly. So the whole thing was just a lost cause. And it really kind of humanized you guys while you guys all cried, claiming that, you know, you weren't able to kill this ape the right way. That's, yeah, that's a sad part of the job. Um, you, don't, you don't always win. Some things, they will weigh on you, I guess. You've got to make hard choices, too. Like, you know, say a kid falls into the lion enclosure. I mean, what are you going to do? Do you shoot the lion or the kid? And, and I made my choice, and I live with it. 
And that was another event that happened in the news, and they were trying to shut down the Terre Haute Zoo um, because of that. But, I mean, to me, would you rather get shot by a famous zookeeper or mauled by a lion? <clears throat> and I think you made the, ro- the, ro- uh, the right choice in putting that kid down. And I think most of America agrees with you. Are we right, folks? Are we right? Well, the thing is, is you want all these dangerous uh, beasts and creatures. Do you want them out there in the world where they can kill people? Or do you want them to be, you know, held captive? That's, and, yeah, you know, that's my point exactly. Account, I, look, accounted for. I don't think animals should be in the wild. I don't like them. They're, they're unpredictable. They're a little bit too free. I, I frankly don't know what to do with them. They're, they're better they're off. They're dumb. That's why my show is uh, in captivity, where, where they belong, where I feel is truly natural. So, so let me, let's talk a little bit about your show in captivity. Now, I know that uh, Netflix kind of got you guys and paid you a boatload to kind of do this. Hmm. And with that budget, you've been just arresting, as you call it, animals worldwide. And... Um, what was your motivation to do this? Really, what inspired you to, to start arresting all these animals? Well, it's part of my overall mission. I just... Like I said, that's, the zoo is where they belong, and these animals, I think if you look into their backgrounds, they're no saints. They're no angels. You look into their past, they've done a few things that, uh, well, <laughs> I would be ashamed of, I'm just saying. I mean... In the initial controversy, um, they found that quaaludes were in Coco the Gorilla's system after you took that Alibaba sword to cut one of their arms off. Because reportedly you didn't want her talking back to you. That's right, that's right. But you find quaaludes, you find a past criminal history. Um, to be honest, Coco the Gorilla hadn't had a job in over 20 years. So you have to look at these And this whole gorillas. time she was sucking on the government tit, you know, living right. off of that. And, you know, I think you're, you're doing a great work and you're doing a great service, and I, I'd like to see you out there more arresting more animals. Thank you, thank you. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just my job. Uh, let, let, me, let me ask you this question, uh, Tudley. As a zookeeper, you probably have a lot of exposure to animals. What is your favorite animal? Hmm. Probably. All right. Well, probably the beautiful, majestic human being. Can't beat it. Wonderful. What's a wonderful answer? Because, I mean, I mean, just for the kids at home, a little known fact. We, too, are animals. Mm-hmm. Do we belong in zoos? Well. Some of us. Some of us, yeah, yeah. Well, you have, a, you, you have all kinds of crazy creatures yeah, yeah. in your zoo. We, At Terra Hot, you have, you know, you have chocobos. You have uh, a Sasquatch. We got a Grinch. Have, um, <laughs> oh! Grinch, you have a Grinch? It's a nasty little a thing. Grinch? I hate that. Oh, oh don't get tell me us more. Well, look. Oh, tell how'd you get this Grinch? Just went down to, uh, well, up to the, uh, the good old North Pole. Found it. Nasty little thing. Nasty. We don't even feed it, and it's still alive. <laughs> Less said about that little bugger, the better. How long has it gone without eating? God. A couple of years, I reckon. Got him three years ago. We stopped feeding oh, him because wow. we were immediately, well, almost immediately disgusted. disgusted. Nasty. Ooh. 
It's always sneaking around in that pen with its vile little toes being the only thing that touches the ground, making that twinkling noise as it sneaks from corner to corner. Well, it slides around on its stomach, sniffing stuff out. You tap on the glass. Normally presents. Gives you a big, apparently. horrible grin. Ugh. Oh, vile. And they uh, refuse to wear pants, those things. They have, like, a disgusting paunch. Like every, a little beer gut on them. Every little, every single year when Christmas rolls around, you know that Grinch is just rearing up to just make some trouble, oh. spread its seed around. We 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 block out the uh, the like the, the glass around the enclosure. We just put boards up. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it's completely blacked out. No sunlight gets in. There's there's night vision cameras keeping a watch on it. It doesn't eat. It doesn't drink water. Its pen is composed of dirt and hay. Yeah. You, and you've it's, been there? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's doing better than it deserves. Yeah, now, Tudley, tell us a little bit about these newer exhibits you have. You have apparently an, an enclave of, uh, of centaurs and also a minotaur habitat. You created this giant labyrinth for them to live in. Yeah, we did. Well, I mean... We created the, the labyrinth and everything. Haven't found them yet. I don't know where they are. That's going to try and track them down. We had like the one minotaur. You haven't found that. But the centaurs are, you know, they're usually out, you know, letting everyone see them. They're usually playing a a, a flute or something or, um, you know, partying or drinking wine, eating grapes, what have you. Um, do you have any plans of bringing any satyrs or anything like that? Like a whole Fantasia thing or... I think it's 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 down the track. I don't know. Uh, we've only just started getting into the the truly exotic, so we've, it's a little hard to figure out how we capture these things. Mermaids. You know, I saw that you guys got an oceanic racist falcon, um, a very rare find for an endangered species. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In fact, now because of how we got it, none left in the wild. Well, thank, thank God. God. One less problem. Yep. But they, you know, well, they, Tully, you were you were talking about a little bit uh, before the show about how what really got you involved in um, capturing these animals and um, you know keeping them in line and you know even putting them to work is is your roots starting out in the circus um, and your work as a clown. <laughs> Are you? Are, are you taking the the like? Are you taking the piss of me there, uh, soap? Or? Well, I mean, I know you worked in the circus. Um, yeah, I have in my notes here. You got started as a clown in the circus, and your job was to put down the elephants in Russia when they got too upset. I may I may have spent a little time in the. Uh, in the circus, but I think that's a darker part of my life. And I don't terribly want to talk about my zoo training or education because people don't want to know about where I did or didn't get my uh, my zookeeping qualifications, my training or lack of training in science. That's 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 very boring. Uh, I'm here to I, give the kitties I, a show. Well, at your zoo, you require that every zookeeper in the zoo is a zoo sniper, um, which is the only occupation... 
Um, I, I read The only that... zoo with that occupation, oh. and you have to be... You, it's kind of like the Swiss Guard at the Vatican. Is Do I have, a, do I have a, a tale for you? Yes. Like, I'll tell you. Sometimes my care for these animals, it's reactive. Sometimes it's uh, proactive. But you got to be on watch for, for sick animals, for fights, for breaches of the enclosure. Animals face plenty of danger in the wild, like sickness, predators, environmental change, if you believe in that. But in the zoo, <laughs> the biggest danger, it's often the guests. I'll give you, give you a little example. My zoo has a big enclosure for, uh, for tortoises. Beautiful, ancient creatures. Wise, too. Just love them. Anyway, I was on lookout duty the other day, keeping an eye on the area, and I spotted something that really made my blood boil. Ooh. Some punk kid, his parents not even looking, just chucking his rubbish right into the enclosure. Coke cans, chip packets, all that. And that's dangerous. Despite their shells, these creatures are vulnerable. And if a tortoise tried to eat any of this kid's crap, they'd probably choke and die. Not on my watch. My training kicked in instantly. In one motion, I'd sounded my little whistle, letting all the other keepers know that there was a breach, and they came in and tackled and shackled the kid. He got the taser. But anyway, as I blew the whistle, I also unholstered my rifle, steadied it on a branch. My lookout was up in a tree, by the way. And bam! No-scoped every tortoise before they could even notice the rubbish. <laughs> and that happens about once a week. Humans can be very irresponsible when it comes to animal health. Now, I read that for your staff, in order to work at the uh, Federal Super Zoo, that they have to be able to be hung upside down and take apart and reassemble an M4 rifle in under a minute. Is that true? Nah, nah. M M M5. Oh, wow. I heard that part of the training involves uh, just graphic images of violent animal deaths while Head Like a Hole by Nine Inch Nails plays in a completely dark room. Is that true? Again, you... you I think you've got the facts a little bit wrong. It's, uh, it's closer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tudley... Um, you brought some creatures today for us to check out. Oh, I'm right? excited about this. Yeah. Why don't we move over here? Why don't we, why don't we uh, go to a commercial break? Um, and then when we come back, Tudley here is going to show everyone uh, some of his animals from a zoo. All Good right. For Tudley. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tim Towers, Late Night with Tim Towers. All right, that's you know that's good work with the uh, animal stuff. I think people were really eating up just how much you just you know kill these animals and stuff like that. Okay, thank you, Willie. Not now. I Willie, don't do that right now. If you if you I'm like, I, I have I have another another tale I can share when we're back on the air. Yeah, I'm really yeah, perfect. Into this. I mean, can I come back every week? You think? Um, I mean, uh, well, uh, gotta talk to producers about I mean, that. Is I mean, it might be, really it might be a little much, really. Sorry. Well, do we need Willie? Wait, 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 what did he say? Tom, what did he say? Just don't, don't worry about it, Willie. All right. All right. We'll totally. talk later. We'll, 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 we'll talk later. All right. Let's, 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 let's get some of these animals out. Let's play it up to these fucking idiots in the audience. Um, you know, just, just typical filler stuff. Is there anything? Are you all right? You want some water? Do you want Willie to talk less? How do you want to do this? If, if I could be allowed to That's finish a happen. cigarette for once, maybe. 
Yeah, if you can just like smoke it down. Light it up right now. You got about like thirty seconds. Well, right. here's the thing too. Um, just once we start filming, hand it off to that monkey over there because everyone loves the smoky monkey. We'll have him smoke. We'll talk about him, and then we'll do what God wants us to do with the ape right after. He doesn't really like that brand, but okay. <laughs> what kind of brand? Uh, oh, wait, hold on. They're coming back. All right, set places. Everybody pretend to smile. All right. All right, I got to get my posture up, my fat body. Right. Hey, welcome back to Late Night with Tim Towers. We are still here with wonderful zookeeper Tudley, a.k.a. Rudy Ridge, a.k.a. Dwight Bronco, a.k.a. Um, I think it's Jimmy Old Dolezal. And we are sitting AKA here. AKA Zevlov X. <laughs> I've had to change and my names s- a few times, just for the record. I mean, right. There's that Russia time. Well, I love, and- well let me, uh, and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you're from Australia, correct? No. Where, where are you from, Tudley? I'm, I'm, I'm Baltimore born and bred. Come on. Oh, clear Baltimore accent, cla- oh my god i can smell the crab dust on you never right even, now i'm so sorry never even been to australia simply <clears throat> awful place it's i told like, you tim right. I fucking, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry. I told you i didn't want to say anything about it because i just absolutely hate australia it's just a whole island of if everyone was from alabama Anyway, we have this delightful little baby orangutan here. Oh, and what's that he's holding in his hand? Oh, nothing but a Paul Mall cigarette. Look at him go. Wow, where'd you get this guy, Tudley? Well, so I've been doing, doing my little uh, in-captivity production, and I visit the zoos all across this, uh, this great country and wrapping up this show. I uh, actually got him from the uh, Cincinnati Zoo. They don't, they oh, don't wow. know yet, so we may just need to... I don't know. Does this show Ooh. is this show gonna air in uh, in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, just we're gonna blur we're gonna blur out the ape's face so they can't recognize good, him. Good. Um, I look. And wow, they look don't really like smoke. me there because I did for my show. I also went there and I met Fiona the hippo and I fed her a small grenade. It was a it was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> now this this ape is adorable. He looks like Robert De Niro when he smokes, making that weird little squint. God, I'm just, I'm kind of feeling like my blood pumping right now. Um, um, what, what are you planning to do with this ape here? Well, after I took him, I kind of had some regrets. He's not the, not the best, uh, not the best traveling companion. So I, I don't know. I'm thinking I might go to Cleveland. Uh, I might drop him off there. Don't really need him. What's this, what's this, what's this guy's name? What's this ape's name? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What's your name? His name's Ringo. Ringo, the uh, Ringo, the smoking okay. the smoking ape, or I, I guess Ring- technically he's still a monkey. He's still kind of young. Right. So he's still a monkey. Ringo, the baby smoking ape. And how long does it take to teach an ape how to smoke like this? He's smoking it really good. He's twirling it around in his hands. He's treating that cigarette like it's a tech deck. It depends on like how intense you want to make the training. In my case, I just you know shut him in the hotel bathroom with a pack, and I didn't let him out for the entire time that. Uh, <laughs> The, that I was there. Now, now let's say you have an animal like this, and let's say you know he has the misfortune of interacting with another animal. What would happen if you let an animal like this loose in, let's say, the Grinch's pen? I reckon the Grinch would win. Um, that's an that's an ongoing topic back at the uh, the Super Zoo. We are you you guys doing fights there? Well. Is this gonna? All right. 
Is this gonna air well, everywhere? This is pre-recorded. We'll just <clears throat> this is pre-recorded. We edit this. So. You know what? Just just wait till Dave <clears throat> Dudley starts playing, and then we'll we'll talk under the thing. Great. Look. Ah, what do we have here? This is a Dudley. This yeah. is a this is the Cobra. You're showing us. That's right. That's right. Um, um, during the, the during the commercial break, he, uh, this he's is also Mike. Smoking Everybody, a this is the Cobra named Mike. Oh my goodness! This 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 cobra smells. Cobra name. This cobra he is smells smoking like a cigarette beer. and yeah. wearing a cowboy hat. It smells like beer. Where'd you get this cobra? You know, is this a? I just kind of. I believe you said he's from Canada. That's right. That's right. The uh, the great the it's great Canadian North. smoking cobra. It's the northern great northern cobra. Um, and then you also brought another snake. Is this a? Terahut Ganaconda? I mean, this guy's only this guy's twenty feet long. And you say he's only a baby? Wow! It's all the growth hormone here in the water. Holy smoke! That's right. And I slip in a few more just to. No one wants to see a small <laughs> snake. That's now. There's been rumors going around, and, and you've been investigated by the EPA. Is it true that for most of the feed, for certain animals, you're putting steroids in their food? Well. Depends on what you mean by steroids. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like that's just a label. Uh, let's say human growth hormone, any kind of, you know. Well, that's the thing. I mean, muscle builder. human growth hormone, that suggests that it's humans. Uh, are these humans that are taking it? Obviously, animals can take it too. So it shouldn't be called that. So feel like, I feel like it's a lot of beat up over nothing, you know? Uh, well, uh, it's like, you tell, it's like this Manafort stuff, if we can get topical. He'll soon oh, wow. be. He'll soon, yeah. he'll soon be living up to his name, right? A man in a. Uh, Who's he talking about? Man in a fort, called uh, called jail. Oh, is that uh, was that going to be in your stand-up stuff that you had? You yeah, sh- maybe you could take our president, and bring him, put him in your zoo, where he belongs. All right, everybody, let's give it up for President Donald Trump, everybody. <laughs> All right, so uh, now, now right here, this is I could. Is this the this is the Ohio horny toad? What, oh, tell me a bit about this. Like, what's this guy? Who's this guy? Smells. Well, look, that's why is, it's Tudley Junior. Oh. Actually, because I this is the animal I oh. related to most. Oh no! He's a he's a nasty little freak, and that, is he, that's why I is love he him. holding a is he holding is that two leaves of lettuce with a. Is that a Wendy's double stack with no bun and lettuce instead? Is he holding that? Yeah, what, what would happen if you were to give this horny toad bread, Tudley? Well, we, it wouldn't be good, but it would certainly make for a, uh, a good show. So you're kind of giving away a few future <laughs> episodes of In Captivity, so... Oh. I don't know. I, there's, yeah. yeah, it's still in production, okay? I uh, I heard that in order to kind of raise awareness for malaria on your episode of In Captivity, that you're going to release hundreds of thousands of mosquitoes into your zoo to see how the animals react. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. And I don't know. Mosquitoes are animals too, remember? I feel That's like this, this is what we call the circle of life. Is that why you um, gave the Grinch sickle cell anemia? Well, that's whether you believe it was a pre-existing condition or not. Now, you guys are always changing stuff up at your zoo. You're always trying to keep it fresh and, you know, 
create new experiences. So what what was the reason for you just taking a bulldozer to the giraffe exhibit while they're all still in there? <laughs> you personally drove a bulldozer into there. Well, what was the purpose? I was okay. I was cleaning, and I got a little bit carried away. Wouldn't be the first time. I don't know. Well, like, do you still have giraffes there, or do you take care of the giraffes, or? I gotta tell you, zoo zoo work, the daily work, it's not always glamorous, and there is cleaning and maintenance, so I'll put it in context for you. I was assigned to the giraffe enclosure. Now, the thing about giraffes is... It's a big animals. They got, they got really long necks. Most people don't know it. Very unusual animal. <laughs> that means they need a unique level of care. So I went to the enclosure, admired their necks for a bit, gazed in awe at this spectacular animal. And that's always nice, but that's like the five minutes of peaceful work that you get per hour per animal. The rest is hard. For me, it's a job, not a safari. And so out of the hour that I spent with them, the other 55 minutes was cleaning. And I did a good job too. The enclosure, I can proudly say, now completely giraffe free. <laughs> Just wanged them in their necks with a big old cricket bat and bulldozed it all away. <laughs> oh, now, you have like quite the load there. Now, uh, what, what, is, what is your work day like? How many hours do you work? I show up, I do a little shit, I get going. I'd say about four <laughs> hours. <laughs> now, now, tell me a little bit about this animal you have here. This appears to be a tortoise, but it's upside down right now, and there seems to be a red target painted on its belly. Um, let's see. Uh, what's, the, what's the point of having this tortoise here with its target on its belly? Well, I don't know. I thought, depending on the amount of time we have here, I thought we could make an interactive experience, an interactive interactive educational uh, experience. So oh, I was wow. thinking you guys they're, might they're like bringing to, us Yeah, the audience might like to They're bringing us gloves. This. They okay. might like to get in. All right. You guys I'll... might like to, Yeah, come on. Will oh, yeah, get, really, get up. Put on the gloves. Put on the gloves. Oh, I am. I am. I am. I'm no All right. Hey folks, I'm no pussy. <laughs> put, put on the apron. Oh, we all Okay. Yeah. You know that, We're that, doing that, that apron? We get goggles. Apron made out of real ape. Oh my apron. Pretty good, huh? Oh, man. See, you know show business. Wow. It smells like ape. All right. So I got my gloves on. We got our goggles on. We got our gloves We're ready on. Ready to go. What What do we do with this tortoise? First of all, before anything happens, what is this tortoise's name? Uh, I, I named it Ben after a uh, little friend of mine. Oh, Ben the tortoise. All right. Now, tortoises live to be hundreds of years old. So it's taken a super long time. For this tortoise to get this big, to, to live the culmination of its life. That's right. And at the zenith of its life, here it is, upside down, target painted on it. Is that a... Oh, they're... Br here, Willie, take that. Take that. They, all right. I'm holding this. Oh, they get, Willie's got the pickaxe now. All right. So tell us, what's going on here? What are we doing with this pickaxe? What am I, what am I supposed to do? I want to just start... I want to start swinging. So I'm, <laughs> like I'm mining. That's basically the... Uh, like, a, like, like, a, like a chestnut and a nutcracker, Christmas time. That's the gist of it. But what I want to say before we, before we get to this little activity, uh, don't feel constrained by the tortoise. You know, we've got, we've got uh, Tuffy the Toad out here. We've got Mike the Cobra. 
We've got uh, Ringo, got the smoking ape. They're all part of this, so I want you guys to have fun with it. Um, oh, there's an armadillo. Oh, they're bringing out lots of animals now. We got an armadillo here. Holy smokes, we got that. We got a little wallaby. Okay. Is that a dodo bird? Is that- <laughs> He's got a dodo bird. Yeah, Is we that got a one. pug? We just got a pug here. We tried to all bring right. the Grinch, but... Um, ah. Couldn't very, catch very, it. Very slippery. You go into that enclosure. Well, the smell would probably knock out the yeah. audience. He's a mean one. All right. All right. Dave, can we get a little drum music here, please? Dave? Dave, do not play Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. Dave, stop play. Dave, okay, drum roll. Yes, normal drum roll, Dave. All right, drum roll's rolling up. All right, Willie. Now, you guys. Send it to hell. Just on, on the count of three from me, I want you guys to just... just Freestyle, have a bit of fun with it. It's the animal kingdom. All right. Look at the survival of the fittest, right? That's right. Three, two, one. Knock yourselves out. Oh, oh my goodness. What do we have? We got a whole table over here. Oh, there's a... Is this a buster sword? Oh, there's blood already Whoa. on it. Okay. So... Oh, look at this cudgel. He's got a morning star here, too. Is this a claymore mine? Okay, so here's what I'm going to do first. He's got the Moonlight Greatsword from Dark Souls. I'm going to put this... Where did you get this? <laughs> I'm going to put this Claymore Mine in the pug's pen, and I'm going to grab this Buster Sword, and Willie, if you would do the honors, and... Uh, uh, put, I'm going to put a bear trap under this hair, this rabbit here. Uh, if you wouldn't mind putting Ben out of his misery, uh, let's get that drum roll going, Dave. Three, two... And then when we, when we start going at it, Maybe start playing some of uh, Tudley's favorite band, the Beach Boys. Yeah. Trying, right, trying to get the calm here, but okay. I can see you're poking out of your apron there, if you know what I mean. You got an erection. All right, Willie, put this tortoise to sleep on three. Three, three two, two, one. One. Oh! Oh, I see it. why we got. That's it, really. I, uh, I like you. Now. I see why we got the apron now. Oh my god! I didn't think the blood of a tortoise smelled like this. I don't want to stop. <laughs> you, you're just chunking up the shell now. You're gonna be cutting through the table. Hold oh, on, hold on, hold on. My mouth. Hold on. All right. It's a hollow shell now. Hold on. Keep swinging. I'm gonna toss this all, wallaby in. All creatures, great and small, love it. Oh, here goes. Oh, he got the wallaby in one oh, clean. Oh, my goodness. Hey, everybody. Thank you for watching tonight. We want to thank Tubby for coming on, yeah. doing his whole set. All right. We want to, I want to thank Tim. Um, we want here to thank Dave Dudley. I want to check us out tomorrow. Our show, we have Wolf for Wall Street on. Wolf for Wall Street. Sarah J. and Harvey Weinstein. Yep, everybody. We also, Tim, who, 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 did you do, who are you doing carpool karaoke with? I am You're doing... You're supposed to do Sebulba, right? Uh, Sebulba, uh, unfortunately, isn't able to do it, but I will be doing carpool karaoke with Rachel Dolezal. I'm going to be doing that. Me and Rachel Dolezal are going to sing... Um, a whole lot of wolf songs with the n-word on it so make sure you guys listen i'm gonna take my buster sword i'm not gonna let willie have all the fun here thank we you got Tudley. Mac Miller performing tomorrow we got mac miller <laughs> and he's gonna be perf and, and i'm taking my buster sword here and we will catch you tonight play us off dudley listen, three two one oh tim yes Tudley, go ahead just quickly with that buster sword when uh, willie looks away you know 
you know what I what I talked about. Just let's 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 make it happen, okay? Okay. Hey Willie, before we go, one last thing, alright? Here, I got this. Let's take out this pug dog. I'm gonna put him there, and you take a good long look at that pug dog, take a swing, and we'll close it out there, alright? And you just lower your head to take a good look at that pug dog. And all this right, whole Willie? time, uh, Dave's gonna be playing the music over all this so people can't hear it, but um Okay. Alright, you got a pretty big neck, Willie. I never noticed that before. Alright, three, two, one, say goodnight, folks. Say goodnight, Willie! Good night, all. And Willie's dead. All right, see you tomorrow, everybody.